Hello, and welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast, where we keep it real to real. Now we are finishing up Dick Tracy month with, you know, Dick Tracy. 30, se- 30 seconds, no more Dick. 30 seconds, no more Dick. <laughs> from 1990, that one. Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy. Yes. Warren Beatty's Dick. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he apparently produced, directed, and starred in the film. Yeah. Um, also in the film, we have Al Pacino, Madonna, Glenn Headley, and Charlie Corsmo. Okay, Glenn, Glenn Headley was was Tess te- Trueheart, <laughs> yes? Yeah. They did test She dirty. looked so goddamn familiar from, I swear I've seen her in a hundred things. We looked up her IMDb, I have not seen her in a hundred things. <laughs> but she looks but very she, similar she, to she, someone else. Yeah, it's, it's got that whole, like, I know you from somewhere, why? She looks a little like Tilda Swinton. A, a little, little, a but, little bit. but her features are a bit more soft than Tilda Swinton. You have a little bit of Tilda Swinton, you have a little bit of Mom from Beetlejuice. But oh, it's just, you know, I didn't even... Is that the yeah. one from Beetlejuice? Like, no. Say no. No, that's not it's her. not. <laughs> but it's like, shit, who... Oh, God. And I couldn't... Like, I... I I, don't, yeah, I looked I'm up her entire so, yeah. IMDb. Aside from a few a few um, episodes of ER, which I've probably seen, I don't know if that's what I'd recognize that's what her I'm from. Thinking because it's the only thing yeah. I noticed that you saw. Well, I kept looking at Charlie Corsmo, and I saw this, and I'm like, okay, he's Trust me, you know him. of course I know who he is. <laughs> yeah, I saw it here. I'm like, okay, it's Jack Banning and Hook. Yeah. And you know, the only thing that came to my mind was his role in Can't Hardly Wait. Yes. You know, and I saw that, and it's the one line that stuck in my brain is when he's really high for the first time, and he goes, what if the stars are salt, and it's just God trying to eat us? Yes. Um, I just like the Junji Ito plot. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, And when he's jumping up and down, he's super drunk, he's like, I can't feel my legs. I can't can't feel feel my my legs. legs! Yes. Yeah, and yeah, he's the one. I'm like, okay, he's been pretty interesting, but you know, it's yeah. But I just saw that. I'm like, I, I know this kid. I know this kid. But then Al Pacino is having the most damn fun in the yeah. whole movie. Oh my god, he's he giving a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, he grabbed large chunks of the scenery and just ate them wholesale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man, he was way over yeah. the top. And you, I, I knew there was a tiny face. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. He's gonna yeah. go eat was, at Little Bits. He's gonna go yeah. start Little Bits restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Forty. He's just, okay. He saw him on interdimensional cable. We get basically at the very beginning of the movie. We get the meeting of the makeup we don't want to keep doing for oh, the rest God. of the movie. Should we like uh, introduce ourselves? Yeah. Okay. I'm Kaz. I'm Nick. I'm Itchy. <laughs> Does that make you scratchy? <laughs> there was an Itchy, but no scratchy. No, yeah. No, there's the dude in blue. Scratchy. I'm Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm potato. <laughs> potato. This this was the first time I saw this movie. Yeah, I I, I, I have seen this before. I, I think I saw this in the theater. Huh. I remembered more a bit about the things around it than I did the actual movie. Yeah, the last yeah. time I saw this movie, I think I was like ten, mm. and uh, if ten year old me could pay attention to the whole thing, I was I'm impressed. Now that said, I don't hate this movie. Yeah, I, I think it's a little too long. Mm. And there's actually a there's like a like a two and a half hour cut out there. Oh, good lord, why? Because like Warren Beatty, like, Warren Beatty is a madman. Okay, yeah. and we wanted to have more scenes of him completely glitching out and not knowing how to human. Okay, yeah. so so 
there was a lot to this movie that was on the outside of it. Yeah. Um, because this movie changed hands so much. Right. And it finally ended up in Warren Beatty's hand, and it was done by, I think it was Touchstone? Yes. Um, <laughs> because Touchstone, Disney didn't want to touch it. Touchstone is owned by they, Disney. Well, they wanted to now. It's, it's a, well, it, then, yeah. it was a subsidiary, subsidiary of Disney. And Disney thought that this movie was going to be too adult yeah. for the Disney logo. So that's why they put it through through Touchstone. Oh, yeah. hmm. um, but... The movie, if you look at the IM, not the IMDb, the Wikipedia page, it says that the budget was forty-six million, right. and that the box office did one hundred and sixty-two million. Now, as a kid, yeah. when I said that, I, I know I remember more about the outside stuff than I do the actual movie. I guess sorry with that. I <laughs> know where you're going. So, as a kid, I remember watching things like because my mom loved them. Um, yeah. Uh, like Entertainment Tonight right. and things like that. So I remember when this movie came out, how big of what they said it, of a failure it was. So when you're looking at it from a monetary standpoint here, you're wondering how. And then I dug a little deeper because if you go further into the Wikipedia page, it kind of tells you a little bit. And it describes the fact that because Disney was involved in it, yeah. first off, because of how many hands it changed, and when Warren Beatty finally get it, he was supposed to have a $25 million budget. Um, the $25 million budget ended up being exceeded to 46. That's a huge leap. That's a big leap, yeah. It's a huge leap. double. Yeah. Right. And think about it in 1990 standards. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So think about and all the names in this movie, and there are a lot of names. you got Quite Dustin few, yeah. Hoffman. You've got um, <laughs> James Caan. Isn't he a small, little name? He is a little name. Yeah. But but you've got other big names that are just sort of cameos in this movie. They also, just sort of Danny show Danny Elfman up. did the music. Danny Elfman yep. did the music. And that was sought out. extremely distracting at the opening. <laughs> He was sought out specifically because they were looking for Batman numbers. Yeah. Here's yeah. The, the, and it was terribly distracting. Yes. What happened? Now, okay, so Disney, like I said, is basically the backer for this movie. Even I thought you were going to say the bad guy. It. I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah, but Das Mouse, you know, is what it is. Yeah. Um, but so you get these, uh, these actors and everything else, the budget <clears throat> explodes. <clears throat> so then Disney put out over a hundred million dollars in campaign funds for this film. This, these are these are prints, these yeah. are ads. For, these for are, a movie they have no faith in. For the movie yeah. that well they did have faith in it initially. Yeah. But when you think about all of this, now that stuff is stuff that Disney put out on their own. They didn't get, you know, this wasn't wrapped into the actual budget of the film. This to Disney is a huge loss. The movie basically broke even. Yeah, and it was basically taxes purposes is why they kind of let it go a bit. There's one other side of it, though, that I remember because I was bringing up memories myself. Mm. I've told it before on the podcast is my grandfather had a trucking company and had a deal with KB Toys. KB Toys stocked a lot of Dick Tracy toys. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those where the merchandising drove people to the theaters. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that came out was the Dick Tracy watch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. I remember the action figures. And the action figures, too. But the watch specifically, because I remember my grandfather was asking me what I wanted for Christmas. It was right about that time I got the chicken pox. 
Oh. Um, I got the chicken pox on Christmas Day, and they Ooh. decided to tell me about Santa Claus about that time. Oh, jeez. So then he's like, well, what do you want for Christmas? Now, my grandfather, God rest his soul, was, you know, a thrifty guy, but he also, like, he spoiled me because I was the youngest grandkid. But, you know, sometimes he didn't quite get what he wanted to do. <laughs> yep. So he's like, oh, I want to do this. I want to talk to my best friend, Chris, and we're going to have both matching watches. It'll be great. Okay, we'll do that. He just got me walkie-talkies from a yard sale. <laughs> he's like, yeah, hey, you can I remember this. Strap it to your fucking wrist. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, look, you can beat Dick Tracy. There you go. Woo. <laughs> And I'm like, thanks. And my dad is like halfway trying to laugh, but then like, don't yell at him. Say you thank you. Just and say thank it you out. and walk away. Just, just keep going. Come on, man. You're good. And you know, it just like, and that drove more to it because people wanted, it got people talking, and it got the kids talking about yeah. it. And the amazing thing about it is how far it went because this right now, there's like. It's 43 years since the RKO pictures. Yeah. And, you know, it's the, um, the, the comic strips were still going on, but they were, they were buried. Right. And a lot of stuff. They were in the Sunday morning cartoon. Are they still going on? I don't think so. But it's in the Sunday morning. So, like, right now, Warren Beatty owns everything Dick Tracy. Like, you know, he, you know, and there's a lot to it. But there's also a thing. I want to find this and post it on our social media. Is Warren Beatty interview like, and I'm not talking about like during that time, but I'm talking like his latest 20 years, like 10 years ago, mm, yeah. 20 years after the movie, he would show up as conventions dressed as Dick Tracy and give interviews and character. He thinks he likes <laughs> Dick Tracy. I, just, a, yeah. <laughs> just a bit. And he's the only one who's still carrying the flag for this. It's not a, it's not a terrible, like, yeah. Franchise isn't the word I'm going for. I mean, it's not uh, a terrible IP. IP. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's not a terrible IP. I like it. It's it's definitely got the Batman animated series feel going definitely. on to it. But that's not a bad thing because yeah. that was a great show. That's the thing. That, I'm just thinking the, about the it now. Like having stylized a- angle of it, it that works. Mm. That could be a really decent kids TV show. Yeah. 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 yeah you know what? Huh? The the, the toys right. they sold were basically mm. as if it was yeah. a. Saturday it would have been a really good kids yeah. TV show if you did Dick Tracy in the same light that they did uh, Batman the animated fe- yeah you know, uh, animated TV show because yeah. they did it, they did there were cartoon segments on um, Archie's TV funny so Dick yeah. Tracy animated yeah. I just think I just think it would have been you know kind of like I, I mean I'm not saying it would be popular but it would have been something for kids to watch that would be like helping yeah. to do shit yeah I mean. Now, I remember the Dick Tracy stuff, and I remember the uh, I remember going to a costume store, and there was Dick Tracy, uh, you know, with the raincoat and the hat. Mm. And I think I was almost Dick Tracy one Halloween. That's, yeah, I mean, the, the the popularity was there for a little while. Like yeah. I said, they did a shit ton of advertising. Yeah, if they hadn't. I would be surprised that you know. I'd be surprised if we we're even talking about right, it. Right, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it could have just been one of those campy little, oh. you know. Though it it made. Box office money, it made the money. It's just the money that was sunk into it just sort of evened it out, which is why they weren't exactly too thrilled about it. But they were also hoping for a much bigger payday because of Batman. Because Batman came out the year before, Danny Elfman did the score. um, And it did gangbusters. And Madonna, as one of the leads, 
doing the singing. By the way, Mandy Patinkin's voice shocked the fuck out of me. But hey, yes, Mandy, Mandy Patinkin is is the piano player. Oh, keys is is Inigo Montoya. Is Inigo Montoya. Okay. Okay. And okay. so him singing with Madonna yeah. and doing the duet, that shocked the fuck out of me. Okay. I, I, I you know, it's because he doesn't have any facial right. hair at that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I didn't click here, but, and also the funny thing is, like, Al Pacino is fresh off the final, one of the final times that he ever <laughs> did, um, uh, Michael, Michael Corleone. Mm-hmm. You know, like Tracy's still going. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So after that, he's trying to be able to do the crazy stuff, but how did he, um, you know, and he, he has this, this is like where he does this goofy shit, and I, I saw clips recently of, and I'm like, okay, Al Pacino doesn't take himself seriously, does this, but why the fuck did he do Jack and Jill? Oh, oh God. Yeah, Jack and Jill, where he played himself, and he was he's basically paying for the movie by doing Dunkin' Donuts ads. Is he... Yeah. Is he friends with Adam Sandler? Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he, he does this, but he, they wrote in with him, they would do the Dunkachino by Al Pacino. Uh, see that? You yeah. know, okay, I saw it's, a Dunkin' ad yeah. two days ago, I'm gonna fucking date this shit, with, with Ben Affleck and someone I'm not familiar with, yeah. um, her fans are called Munchkins. Something ice. I'm so sorry. Oh, I do uh, not listen uh, to popular modern music. I apologize. I can see who. You, yes, she's got uh, like in yeah. the in the commercials. She's got like this orange hair and these super long nails, and she's obviously some sort of pop star Fucking or something. Don't know. I don't know, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. We've become frozen in time. Yes, yeah. we have. Yeah. And well, no, Martin Sudapans made a joke about it. And apparently, Ice Biome is close to what her name is. Okay. I don't know. What it is. I don't know. I just know that she. She's in this commercial, oh, and he wants on. to do a collab, and it's because there's ice, iced munchkin culottes or some shit, but they're not called culottes anymore. They're called frozen coffees. Even doesn't matter. Point is, ice Al Pacino doing the Cachitos. Ice Spice. Ice Spice. Thank you. Yes, her. Thank you, Google. Mm. Okay. All right. Al Pacino Makes more sense for yeah. Duncan than the current one that's going on. That's what I'm trying to point out. Yeah, I think uh, I think KCF like doing a Dunkin' Donuts commercial would be better. He's already but, done them, or yeah. he's done at least a parody of them. I remember the um, Saturday Night Live yes, sketch, Saturday which, Live sketch is which is hysterical yeah. and more Fucking accurate than I, Duncan. It, it's, it's more accurate than I care to. But mm-hmm. we watched the movie. But yeah. yeah, but anyway, I was going somewhere with oh. this. Yeah. I really was. Yeah. I don't remember um, where it was. Yeah. But I Donuts. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of this movie takes place in a club, and I yeah. guess they eat things. Yeah, they eat things there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tracy's apparently a big fan of chili. Yeah. There is food in this movie. There is a lot of food in this movie that I noticed. Oh, God, there are a well, lot of eating first things. See fucking man. Fucking. It's like Paul Servino. Paul Servino. Yeah. Again, with the names in this movie. There are so many names in this movie. You could just keep dropping actors' names because they keep fucking showing up. Kathy Bates. Yeah. I didn't realize it was her. She's the stenographer. Yeah. Oh! There are so many little little parts where big names are in this movie. You would think they would have advertised it a little bit more that way. Yeah. 
I want yeah. a couple of minutes of Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Right? Right? Dick, Dick Van Dyke. Dyke. Yeah. He's in it too. I love him and he's a bad guy. What can I say? <laughs> little corrupt, yeah. Yeah, it's a little it's, corrupt, but it's just nice to see who who's the joke you made about how they're gonna kill him. Oh, they could just kill him with an ottoman. You know, just carefully placed ottoman, <laughs> trip over that bitch and die. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he trips over everything and he manages to survive. I think yeah. he's got like rubber in his skin or some shit. Well, you know, if Mary Tyler Moore's not there, it could be a problem. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. He, he came right the hell out of nowhere. At first, yeah. I thought, when I first turned around, the first time we saw him, I'm just like, vitamin? Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Okay, that was there was no no vitamin in this fucking movie. Yeah. That was wrong. I wanted vitamin, yeah. and I want Dick Van Dyke to play vitamin. Yes, mm. that I don't know why. But that, no, that would have been great. That would have been a perfect, <sighs> perfect, perfect part. Why was he the DA? I don't know. Yeah. That's not whimsical. Yeah, it, not it, it, was, it was wasted potential. Yes. Oh. It was absolutely wasted potential, but I do have a thought on fantasy casting, though. Here's yeah. the deal, though. I think this came out before Diagnosis Murder. Mm. So I don't think anybody actually knew him as to be older whimsical. Yeah. how uh, uh, Vitamin is. He's very much the older whimsical. Whereas Dick Van Dyke... Quite yeah, yeah. So or I like, think, by this yeah. point, Dick Van Dyke hadn't quite broken into I'm the... The old man actor yet. He's, right. he's, he's still, still in the in, the, in between yeah. where he's yeah. trying to be young, so the yeah. only things he can really play are like so doctors and politicians. Old yeah. people puberty? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> old birdie? It's There's a midlife a crisis. There's a movie he's going they actually talk about. through his second childhood. Um, <laughs> fuck. First Wives Club yeah. actually mm-hmm. goes into detail about um, the different levels of actors and what, you know, how you evolve yeah. and what you're kind of stuck in typecasting yeah. about. Um, and that's sort of where he is at that point. Ah. Yeah. But yeah, if they wanted to assassinate him, they could have just left a well-placed ottoman. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had that in the little boarding house room. There was, you know, huh? there was, there was a little, little hassock thing. It looked like it's a, yeah, in that little boarding house where he got shot. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it could be something like that. But, I mean, Al Caprice. Caprice. Come on, you can tell me that's supposed to be Al Capone. Of course. You know, at least. <laughs> A.K.A. Big Boy? Yeah. I don't know, he didn't look very tall. He looked well, more then, like. Did you expect him just to have his hand on his hip holding the burger up? <laughs> yeah, you go, big boy. I wanted some crazy like de- yeah. deformation on him though, like yeah. as, like um, big boy. Like maybe he's just got like a normal size head, but his, his shoulders are like super, super huge. huge. He's got yeah. giant hands. It was where you couldn't see. Yeah, that's the problem. Wait, no, hold on. That came out weird. He did wear a coat with large shoulders, but that was like at one point. I'm like, why are you called big? What, did you have a big reputation at one time and now you're washed up? What is this? Yeah. No, he's just, he, he was he, built like Penguin from Batman. Yeah, yeah. He, he, or, yeah. he's got Batman the, the hunch over and yeah. kind of... Kind of. Yeah. But that makes him look short, not but big. He's having more fun than anybody in the yes. whole movie. I mean, he, I mean, he really is. He's, he's finally shaking... Yeah. yeah, but he... Yeah, ham he, town. Yeah. <laughs> He's shaking off um, Michael Corleone at this point. Ah. Yeah, really trying to do something different and really go crazy with it. Mm. It's also yeah. a way for him to make fun of the whole mob genre as well. Right, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's considering how long he's done it. Mm. It's actually a good way to blow off some steam. Yeah. <laughs> 
Another surprise to me was uh, Breathless Mahoney, uh, played by Madonna. And how actually how good she was. She's very good. Um, Madonna, the only critis- you know, criticism I have about her in this entire movie, yeah. I'm not exactly thrilled with her costumes. Mm. I the second dress that she had when she first goes to, to Dick Tracy and he, and she's dressed like a Flash Gordon supervillain. <laughs> that <laughs> that I like. Okay, there were two dresses specifically that I liked on her. The very first one that you see, which is like high neck velvet, super tight black. Yeah. I really like that look. So I Which is first in the singing in the club? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, really liked that look. She came across as like you know the the femme fatale, which is what yes. she's supposed to be. Um, and then later on, yes, she kind of looks like the Flash Gordon villain, and that <laughs> yeah. one also worked. That, that, but it was, and that was yeah, that was the first time she went to see Tracy, and she was just like sex kittening it up on his desk. It's like, lady, calm it down for five minutes. I know. Yeah. Like, Stop vamping for two minutes. Yeah. Like, totally like, well, yeah even with yeah. <laughs> And this is one of, like, the most emoting Warren Beatty did as Dick Tracy. Yes. There. Like, what are you going to do? No, I get yeah. that you, he's supposed to be playing. Like, I, I kind of understand his weird sort of motivation here. Yeah. Which is the whole, I'm playing a comic book character who's supposed to be extremely straight-laced, but he's, I don't think he paid that much attention to the early serials. Yeah. Because if he had... Then he would have noticed how much more Tracy Tracy, Tracy has a sense of humor, yeah, and he's and he's got emotion to it. I'm not, I'm not. We're only, I think we're only judging the movies rather than I have no idea if it was any different in the comic or. Well, in the what. comic, I'm pretty sure he played the you know more of the straight guy detective, yeah. um, where um, with an occasional quip here and there. He's not yeah. definitely not Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're looking for, like, the guy who played the... I don't remember the actor who played the first Dick Tracy, but in the serials, the one where he, like, he walked down uh, walked down the stairs. Like, yeah, tell him he's in a coma. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, like, like, that type. Yeah, where he was a little bit funny. And he, he did the first... As far as I know, he did the first run of them. Yeah. Um, he did the first two, yeah. yeah. And then Ralph Bird took over. Um. So, like... second two. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah so... Yeah. um. It really depends on which Tracy he's playing. Yeah. I think he was trying to play more toward the comic. Um, where, again, with an occasional... Flat with a little occasional flat color. Flat with an occasional color. Like, yeah. he has... He shows very little, yeah. but some emotions when he's with Tess. Yeah. But, uh, and definitely with the kid. Yeah. Because the, the, him and the kid's banter is pretty good. Yeah. It's actually not bad, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my, my point is that I don't... I'm not familiar with the comic, so yeah, I, I don't know if anyone else is, so I can't really A little bit. That. Not very much. I did read some of it, though, when I was okay. a kid. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, I, 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 uh, maybe it's because it's me and I read some Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys and stuff, and I kind of... They're all towards the same sort of time frame. I, yeah. Dick Tracy was yeah. earlier, but yeah. because it's all, like, a past for yeah. me, yeah. I guess I kind of end up slotting them in together in the same and, sort of yeah. way where I read them for a little while, then I put them down, and then I'd pick them up again, and I'd put them down. I sound like a gym ad. Um, I pick things up, and I put them down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if we're, uh, if we're talking just movies, uh, compared to the RKO ones, they did test dirty, I think. 
Yes. Jesus. God, yes. What can you do with Tess in this movie? Down. Yeah, yeah. We we were even saying that like, like you got more chemistry with Bertha's Mahoney. Oh my God. Well, yeah, they should have had Madonna play yeah. Tess and completely rewrite Tess to be more like Bertha's <laughs> <laughs> but not vampy. Yeah. <laughs> more yeah. sprightly, confident. Um, have chemistry and yeah. all. I mean, I get, uh, I yeah. get where they were trying to do the imbalance thing, but I don't know if it was just the actress that played Tess. That didn't help either because um, I don't know. Tess needs to have like that flowing blonde forties hair with the curls. Yes, like yeah. in the RKO movies. Or if they were gonna make her a redhead, at least give her more body to her hair. Yeah. Or do something yeah. with her hats. Something to kind of just. Focus on her when you're trying to see her in a scene, because otherwise she just blends into the background. Right. Um, she doesn't stick out in your head very much. Her dialogue is. Oh, well, she sticks out in my head as being. But that's that's the wrong way to stick yeah, out, yeah. right? You know? it's you want her to be like, "What the fuck did he do to Tess?" I mean, I don't want to sound like this, but in this movie, if you're trying to keep the audience attention, then you want to bring forth the competition. Yeah. Between women, because mm, that's a plot device. Right. But, yeah, she should have been, like, Mahoney slap. It's not even just that, though. It's, like, give her some sort of presence at all. Right. She has none. Or yeah. at least a character arc where she learns confidence or right. something in yeah. the end. I mean, she's just, she's essentially yeah, the babysitter. Yeah, yeah. she's in, a in doormat. The movie, in the movies we watched, like... She can't even get out of kidnapping in this no. movie. No. Yeah. In the other movies we watched, it's like, yeah, she was kind of a damsel, sure, but she, she wasn't. Tried. She, she held her own. She didn't yeah. just lie yeah. there. Yeah, on she was, she ended up being belt. a. She ended up being a damsel. Yeah, sure. But she she made efforts to get out of it as well. Yeah. Like she she tried to sit to solve the situation or help with yeah. an investigation. The damsel yeah. thing is a plot device, but it it is true to the. I mean, the comedy. It's very true to the yes and kidnap. They they have to start boy, Big boy kidnapped her or something? Yeah. Um, uh, big boy didn't kidnap her. Didn't kidnap her. Big That's boy the... was getting set up. It's the yeah. only thing he didn't do oh, in the entire yeah. movie was kidnap Tess, and then he gets blamed for it. Yeah. That's, that was the whole point of that particular part. And that character's the one that was kind of like, it seemed like the movie um, like wrenched in the blank. Uh, you know, the blank know. was a, a. I looked it up, and he was apparently a different character in the comic. He was some yes. ugly okay. dude who escaped prison and put some cheesecloth on his face to conceal his identity. Yeah, just the first time I saw the blank, I'm like, "Wait, time the fuck out! Are we crossing over? Is this the question? <laughs> yeah, right. does the question chase you? I'm saying the question, and there was an entire scene there where I was like, "Is this the Riddler? Is the Riddler yeah. here? It's oh, funny because I was thinking, the guy with the weird, I, yeah. yeah, I was thinking of. Um, yeah. I'm thinking of a different. Villain who was wearing like a totally green suit and a bowler green bowler hat, but looked like he came out of that episode of the Twilight Zone with the pig people. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, it just to me, it's like they wrenched in, and then all of a sudden, they're, you know, here kind of, okay, the blanks in here now, kind of fucking shit up. Yeah, they just like yeah, it's, just it, trying to be the, yeah. the bigger threat. Yeah, it's sort of like okay, they're the go-between that's kind of you know screwing up Dick Tracy and then screwing up Big Boy as well. There's but, just I think there's just some some scenes that were either missing mm. or just some some character development we just didn't get. I yeah. don't know. There's, there was just yeah. there was, the the plot then, was cohesive enough for you to make sense of it. Yeah, but. Sometimes it just felt like stuff, stuff, stuff. Right. Yeah. 
singing yeah. stuff, 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 singing, stuff. singing stuff. Yeah, and then the funny stuff there, like, I wanted to see a little more, like, when they got bugged in the club. Yes. You know, and yeah, the fact that coffee is just kind of flowing out of your light socket. My yeah. first thought wouldn't have been bug. My first thought would have been like, do we, did something, did a pipe break? Yeah. What, what is happening? Yeah. Is you're, a you're also, squirrel you are also far less paranoid than, uh, than big boy. Very, yeah. very true. We're being bugs are like, show that it is, like, if you got Al Pacino not taking anything, like, not taking himself seriously, but just going crazy with this role, Show like him trying to be able to screw up and feed false information a little more, like right. you know, or just like a very quick thing where he said, you know, okay, meet us at the warehouse, and then then that's it. Right. Like show him coming up with little things, like okay, fine. What if we go ahead and do that? There's got to be something. Okay, we got prune face. Do we have lobster man? Is he still on the man? <laughs> okay, we, we killed we killed tiny face, but yeah, we still have flat we top. Side. Okay, who did we put in the bath? <laughs> Who do we put in the bath? Oh, yeah, that's right. Lips, Manila Sweat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I own everything he did. You want to go to the club? At, we were at the club. Like, just, just... I just wrote the scene. Okay. <laughs> Let me explain. Um, yeah. Just give you some of the plot going on. Yeah. I guess apparently it starts in... I'm, I'm glad they kept this in the past, because mm. it, it feels right being set in, like, 1938. I agree with yes. you. Yeah, I agree. Except yeah. everything yeah. is, like... Mostly four colors and yeah. sometimes orange. Yes, yeah, sometimes yeah. orange. It's it's basically primary. Yeah. There's a lot of primary. Yeah. primary colors and black. A lot of primary. Yeah, but, uh, a lot of violet, like um, yeah. bold yeah. sort of like colors. sometimes a scene will be yeah. almost entirely blue. Yes, or, or red, red or green. It's, yes, I don't really it's care disconcerting. for that. I don't yeah. like it. Um, I don't know if it's supposed to be that way, but it strikes me as like, oh, this is some ugly monochrome. Well, I, there was one scene in particular where uh, all the the crime bosses are together. And I'm like, hey, it's crime Christmas. Really? Like, seriously? Because they're everybody's like, oh. in red and green. Yes. And, um, but and green a lot of... And they're all, like, alternating red and yes. green. Yeah. And, and, I, and Al Pacino, specifically, he's in red in this scene. Right. And the entire background is red. Like, but they're all this, they're the same red. It's not yeah. like a, a off shade or anything. No, yeah. they're the same red. I understood... Too much. I understood where they were trying to go with the color because they were trying to express... Like, old-timey comics that didn't have a wide palette? Oh, I was thinking more like violence and blood. Well, because I mean, everybody in, in here at, at one point... blood like Christmas red. Right. It's, well, it's the movie, especially this type of movie, where blood is going to be violently red. It's going to be very, very bright. Santa's sleigh. <laughs> but in, in this particular scene, he's coming across basically saying, we all need to join up and join hands. Um... To take down, you know, everything. And then he threatens everybody. Yeah, I forgot what the threat is he thinks he's fighting. I don't know. All He's going against the cops, basically, oh. is, is what I, the only thing I could really get from that scene. Is he got everybody together because he figured that it was better for all of them to work together than to work separately. Because he's even calling in, apparently, enemies who tried to kill him. Yes. Like, it's... Anybody ever see it analyze this? No. Yes, I did. Okay, yeah. that it's that's that scene. It's yeah. that part where they're all yeah. at the meeting. Yeah. Um, it's sort of that, and James Con is like, "Fuck this noise!" Yeah. Like, no, I'm out. I'm out. That was James Con. Yep. And he he gets into his car, and the car blows up. 
Beautiful. And that's, that entire scene is basically a... Check the ones in red. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure the ones in red are supposed to be the more dangerous ones. Yeah. Huh. Because they're, they're blended in with the red background. So, they're, you know, it's, it's not so much a... Um, yeah. It's just, to me, it all signified blood. There's a lot of blood. Like, you and this know is what, blood could, what? Yeah. It's, I think that's where they were trying to go. I'm coming from a really awkward movie student standpoint here. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what the colors did to me. It made me go, I need to think about colors mm. in this movie because they're important. Yeah, and the ones who are in purple were the ones who died because Lips was in purple. Oh, another, yeah, I, when I about to die, yeah. there was a lot of primary colors plus green. I was thinking, okay, when are we getting orange and when are we getting purple? And then we yeah. got some orange, but then I'm like, okay, where's purple? Does purple show up in this movie? It's a mix. They're mixing colors on purpose. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess uh, we should, should we go... Th- in order a little. Do what you have to do. Okay, basically, um, it's kid who, you know, kid, the kid, yeah. who, um, witnesses. Not what? Charlie Chaplin's the kid. <laughs> He's essentially junior. Yeah. You could probably call him junior. He is, yeah. Well, later he is junior. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't picked his name yet. Yeah. Um, but that's a heartwarming moment we just spoiled for you. Yeah. It is. Um, We're going to spoil everything else anyway. Because yeah. he witnesses a bunch of gangsters having a, a legal card game. And then um, Flat Top and one of the other guys, they show up, I think, under Big Boy's yeah. direction and shoot the place up. Yep. Yeah. And he sees it. Yep. Yeah. And he runs. Yeah. And the one thing that I really got kind of jealous of with the kid was, was the fact that he constantly keeps eating and he's still skinny. Yep. That like, little okay. Yeah. <laughs> I miss those Show days. The protagonist. Is, yeah. there's... When do we eat? When do we eat? Okay, say, that I was... nev- okay, I never had those days. I was always the tubby kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever been. Yeah. I had a super high metabolism until I started yeah. losing my hair. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was just like, okay, I would do that. I would be fine. It was there at 18. Boom. When did, it, when did this happen? <laughs> yeah. Aww. When did this happen? But I just remember that. It's sitting at that diner, that really cool 50s diner. I wanted to hang around it. I'm like, you know, like. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that was the same diner for Parker Lewis Can't Lose. <laughs> you <laughs> know. That 50s diner, though. Yeah. It, it's it almost, set in 38. Yeah, I know, but I just wanted to see that style. I just wanted to hang out with it, because we had a diner we used to hang out in for a while. It was like that. Uh, yeah. I like diners. Yeah. No, I, mean, uh, I, I want to hang out with this. I want to do stupid shit. Like, yeah. like when you could smoke in diners and back when we smoked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a long time ago. Oh, Jesus. But, yeah, I guess, I don't know what Dick Tracy's doing at this point. I just remember he... Chases the the kid. Maybe yeah. he thinks the kid's a wit. I don't. Well, remember. even when the kid he goes in, but he steals somebody's wallet. Oh, yeah. He has to chase him down the street. To some guy who the, in the shanty town. The really hideous guy who's gonna beat him up or something. Mm. In so there. I'm like, okay, come on, make connections. Like make connections. Movie. Who is this? Is this gruesome? What's yeah. his name? No. Like, what's this dude's name? Oh, yeah. I forgot. It's it's written in the my my phone screen went away. So I mean, it's the um, yeah, it's uh, the the urchin is the is um, is the kid, but it is here after rescuing him for ruthless host, uh Tracy temporarily adopts him. It doesn't say who it is. Well, it's who like is he's, there? just a thug uh, kind of you know. 
I thought it was Pruneface. No, Pruneface is the one who yeah. looks like Pruneface. Like yeah, but at fast yeah. look, I thought it was Pruneface at the point. Oh, no. the, dude, the dude had a real messed up face. I'm like, he's got to be one of those dudes. Like, is this, is this like... Like he wandered off the set of a fantasy movie? Is this like right. tiny nose or is, or is this is this finally slap cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> Slap cheeks. I remembered my own joke. <laughs> I'm kind of out of it tonight, listeners, if you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I can't find where my tabs are. Uh, uh, well, he, yeah. he, Big Boy, I'm still trying to figure out why Big Boy does what he does. Like, well, I don't understand his full motivation. I get that maybe he was just trying to, like, own everything, but what, what, what caused it? What, what's, you know... I like the mystery that you don't necessarily know. It's just the fact that he's evil and, you know, where you see that very cartoony way that it almost, like, was, like, WWF style when they did that, though, the, the bath with the cement. Oh, yeah, no, that yeah. part's fine. Overcoat. Yeah. At that part, I understand. That part is fine. Yeah, the, just... The so part I don't understand about him yeah. at, is just because he wasn't really presented as the big bad... He was presented as a bad. But that's my point. Until like yeah. later on yeah. where he's trying to kind of pull everybody to get maybe because yes. he wants to rule them all or something. Yeah. I think that's probably what it was. It just, yeah. In the wiki it just says Big Boy's crime syndica- syndicate is aggressively oh. taking over small businesses in the city. Yeah, and it wasn't exactly yeah, just explained. It, it just happened. Yeah. You know, like we were talking about before with the Joker. The Joker, you don't really know his backstory. You don't really know his motivation. He's just evil. Yeah. He's just evil, and it's in that cartoony world having that villain that kills a guy. So okay, everything I he owned, I own. Okay, you know, I, just, I, you know. Oh I think I understand why I'm a little off with him. Yeah, it's because even in the jo- with the Joker, say in the first yeah. Batman movie, okay, yeah, you don't know why Joker is evil, but you see him doing evil things before he kind of gets the attention of Batman. Yeah, whereas. You're talking about Jack Nicholson's book? Yes, okay. I'm specifically okay. talking yeah. Jack Nicholson's book. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. Didn't, he fell into a vat of chemicals, but he was already doing this. But he was already, but he yeah. was already doing this. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, not so much talking about why he's evil. It's yeah. just that he is presented in such a way in that movie where you kind of understand that he's evil and you understand why Batman is going after him. Yeah. And this one, it's not presented the same way. He's already evil doing more evil things so it's like well what else has he done beyond this we know that he's going to take over this club but he hasn't been shown as any other sort of there's no newspaper flying by that says big boy and associates uh uh suspected in x case or whatever you're not really presented in a way that this person is supposed to really matter Mm. Mm. i think that's what threw me it's just that he he kind of was thrust in as the big bad right away, but we have, he's got no real connection to Tracy at all. It's not like Tracy's been going after him for a while mm. or anything else. There's just no connection. It's just, uh, I think it's just when Flat Top uh, shoots up the place, um, Disney right eat lead Tracy in yeah. bullets yes. on the wall. Because they, but that, they okay, already but, hate him. But that's over, but that's famous. A, that's a Flat Top thing. Yeah. If Flat Top were the bad guy, like yeah. the main bad guy, I might have actually felt a little bit more comfortable because there was mm. direct antagonism towards the main character. Right. Yeah. This one, well, I mean, he's we can... sort of like a side villain that kind of got the spotlight to me. Yeah. Because that's how he felt, is that there was supposed to be a bigger villain. He uh, died early. 
So, it's so now we're like stuck with if him. This was, uh, if this was a sequel, it would have made more sense. I thought they were villain. setting yeah. up um, Blank as yeah. a bigger villain. But Blank doesn't show up until over yeah. halfway through the film. Right, So yeah. it's... That's what it is. It seemed like Blank, the, the Blank was just thrusted in. Like right. This was rewritten halfway through. Like, like if there yeah, was... The Blank just showed yeah. up. Kind of like how Topher Grace randomly became Venom. Yes. In, in Spider-Man 3. And then we have to yeah. resolve the whole goddamn thing in the past in the last 10 minutes. That's, yeah. that's my... I can't Too think many characters. I think that's what it is for I don't know if it's just that Al Pacino's character was great. He just yeah. reminded me too much of Starscream. It's... it's mm-hmm. he's, he's a side villain who is trying to be the main villain... But just can't get there. I was about right. to say, not G1 Starscream, but Pri- uh, Prime, Prime Starscream. Starscream. This yeah. is absolutely shit he would pull. This, this is where, that's where Damn I was it, stuck. It's like they kept, they kept showing him as the main baddie when I think he should have been a sub baddie for the yeah. main yeah. guy. And if they were going to make the blank the main villain, then the blank should have been in the background a lot of the time mm. watching things. And it should and have the, been sort of yeah. obvious for the, the audience to pick up or, on. Or at least the crowd shots, the blank was there because yeah. they're, right. they're a known villain or something. No, they just saw it suddenly there. Suddenly there. And yeah. that's that's where I think, I don't know, I was just so disjointed. Yeah, because when Big Boy sh- first shows up, See, I feel like I spend a lot of time at the beginning of movies, I don't have all the pieces to... I mean, I know that sounds kind of obvious, but my brain isn't sure who to keep track of. No, I get it. Right, right, yeah. Other yeah. than, like, I don't know, Dick Tracy, obviously. See, mm. But on the plus side... Uh, so many bad guys. Who do I... Right, and who do I keep so track of in my so mind? There's so many in this one, and they, like I said, there's so many cameos mm. of... High-end people. There's so many cameos. There's so many cameos. We barely get any Pat. No Pat. Yeah. Okay. He's he's there, but But he's 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 tertiary and literally crammed into the corner of the shot. Yeah. It's like why you're there because you're a no vitamin is the biggest fucking crime. I agree. Uh, I agree. We have a vitamin deficiency. (laughs) 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 Severe lack of vitamin here. Oh yes. Yeah, there's like eleven bad guys, twelve bad guys in this movie. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's the sequel. This movie is the sequel. There should have. There was one before this that nobody saw. Right. And then they came to this one and they were like, "We're gonna highlight this one." I wish that I wish that you were right because I wanted to see like the adventures of Tiny Face, no, Little Face. <laughs> yeah. really His name is Little Face. Did him. you see this no, thing? He was a sphincter of a human. <laughs> <laughs> he must have tiny, tiny forks and <laughs> <laughs> tiny food. Again, he eats that little bit straight up from the interdimensional cable. <laughs> oh, okay. I wanted to see like the brow and and yeah. whoever that guy was with the enormous nose. His name was Rodent, I think. I want to see the movie that involved them becoming like the 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 villain yeah, how, group yeah. du jour and how they ended up like in a warehouse playing cards all depressed and shit. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, right. You're right. And that's sort of a way and you got all these oddball people like how did Flat Top become Flat Top? Yeah, right. what happened to his freakish Chucky doll head <laughs> that it just kind of split in the center and just subdivided? I don't know. It's like, got squished. Okay, okay. In a giant gear. Again, back to Marvel That's Comics. Back to Marvel Comics, another Spider-Man villain, Hammerhead. I know why Hammerhead looks like he does. He's got a steel 
thing implanted yeah. in his head. Right. Yeah. Because because that was a weird time for Superman villains. But Flat Top is just Spider-Man. like that. Yeah. What did I say? Superman. Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. um, yeah. Just this. I don't know. I don't know. I'm now thinking about this movie way deeper than I did yesterday when I yeah. watched it. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I just, I, I, I do really enjoy the heavily stylized and stark contrast nature yeah. of the movie because there's so many bright, bright, co- like bright primary contrasting colors. That's definitely a plus. Yeah, and then like when you're when we're back when we're in the club, the bright colors become muted. It's all blacks and whites. Yeah. And like in Tracy's apartment, everything's just red. Yeah. There's just there's there's something. Something to do with color theory that I don't understand because I was not an art student. I should, yeah. I, and I don't have the words for it, even though I was an English student. It was nominated for best art direction and it best was. makeup. It was again, yeah. and more things I remember from outside of the movie yeah. is I remember this particular Academy Awards. Yeah, because Annette Benning, who's married to Warren Beatty, was nine months pregnant. At the time. At the time. And that they were worried that she was going to give birth at the Academy Awards. Wow. So they kept the camera on her all the time. Oh, shit. They kept going back to her. Like, to see how she was, if she was okay, if if there were any reactions. Because that's how close she was to popping. I just remember that particular, again, that particular time frame and everything about this movie for whatever reason. Um. Because I also remember the TV going on and on about how Warren Beatty was such a fucking womanizer. Yeah. And after like he married Annette Benning, he like calmed down. Right. It yeah. Was, it was like a, but I think they were trying to paint the whole good guy persona thing over this because you want your male leads to have you know a good um, reputation. Reputation. You want them to go well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You want them to have a good reputation, and you don't keep Ezra Miller. In your movie, <laughs> you DC. Don't, you don't release the movie after you find out he's basically a pedophile, yeah. DC. Yeah. But Damn it, DC. Okay. Yeah. What can I say? Amber Heard. What can I say? Yeah. She was all right as Nadine in the new, in yeah, the new stand. Divisive. Anyway. Dollars yeah. don't Um, yeah. But. Yeah. There were things yeah. that happened in this movie, sort of. Yeah. Oh right, the yeah. the gangsters get killed, and then um, uh, what's his face? Uh, big oh, boy. big big boy gets lips killed, and also had him sign over the club to him. No, he just took it. Oh, yeah. and, and also his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know, women are property. Yeah, it, it, like it's breathless Mahoney. Like I, I the more well, I'm big stuck boy was on here, a yeah. big horrible dick. Anyway, screaming yeah. at all his uh, dancers. Yeah. During rehearsal. Yeah. Big boy is a terrible character. Yeah. He's just he's just a terrible. Yeah, I think what's where he's trying to do it. He's. Do you mean poorly written or a jerk? Yeah. Jerk. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, he's playing. He's playing his version of Al Capone, and Al Capone was really, really super big in. Um, you know, in the green room and really trying to be able to make everything look as good as it is and really got involved with the dancers and with the, you know, to make it look like a legit club. Well, it sells. Yeah. You know, you have a professional, you know, 
look to you, yeah. you're obviously going to you know make more money. Because right. people are going to think that you're, you know, you actually give a shit. Yeah, and then it's not those little things. Or What I do like is when they raided the club and they started changing things, like switching the walls around. Yeah. And even, the, even the girls. The like, cigarette girls. The cigarette girls. Yeah. Well, they had the... Yeah. I was, like, confused. Yeah. Was poker flipped. illegal in this? I think gambling. In the gambling, gambling, yeah. gambling in that that period, at that period of time in general in the U.S. was very discouraged. Where they had that, where she had like they had the chips and just flipped it to cigarettes. Yeah. Well, let's just yeah. say, remember, imagine yeah. having an illegal gambling thing. You don't have to pay taxes. Right. One of the biggest things about gambling is the taxes that you pay. Right. You know, um, they. Casinos and stuff pay exorbitant amount of taxes. Right, which is why a lot of people want them. Right. Yeah. Um. So having an illegal establishment means that you're raking in all of this money and you don't have to pay the government to do it. Right. Which is ah. one of the big, big things about why raiding these places was, was so massive. Plus, depending on the state that they're in, gambling might actually be illegal, period. Right. In yeah. 1938, there was a lot of that. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of those where gambling was trying to be suppressed. In particular, like Chicago, where mm-hmm. it just seems to be based on that. Yes. Um, you know, it, it, um, but well, particularly because it's an Al Capone parody, it seemed to me like it, um, it worked out to be that way. Um, and. Well, that, yeah, I think yeah. they're using Al Capone because Al Capone is one of the biggest names that you could use parody off Easy. of. Yeah. yeah. Very, yeah. Yeah. everybody knew who Al Capone was. Right. Like, even the president at the time when Al Capone, before he went to Alcatraz, was, um, Herbert Hoover was there, like, okay, like, there's a book, I think it's called Let's Get Capone, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or all he wanted to do, like, okay, the economy's crumbling, like, do we get, do we get the gangster, do we get him, do we get him, do we get Capone, who was obsessive about him? Well, yeah, because yeah. you know that's going to save him. Right, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, you know, and you're so, like, when he steals the girlfriend and, you know, lips reported missing, you know, Tracy interrogates the three hired guns. You, know, you got flap top, itchy, and you got mumbles. I don't think that Breathless was into, uh, was really into lips for his personality. No. And no, she was in for the money. Obviously, so I think yeah. that's kind of why she probably didn't know what else to do and just went with it, like, all right, Give me money. Well, that, mm-hmm. and he's also threatening to basically kill her. Right. So. Yeah, know. she's just trying to survive. Like I said, she's a commodity. Yeah. She's, she is personal property, and she knows it. Yeah. She's trying to survive, which I think is probably why she's coming on to Dick Tracy a lot. That's, that's yeah. why she does start to go. I, yeah. I think it was initially sort of a lifeline. Yeah. And then, as I told Dan, um... Basically, she's somebody with a lot of daddy issues. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot of daddy yeah. issues. And so, yeah. um, the first man that could even turn around and say, I'll protect you yeah. if you tell me the truth. Yeah. Probably the first time somebody said that to her in a very, very long time. Yeah. Where she didn't feel that there was something she had to give up in order to do it. Right. I figured yeah. she was, well, at first I figured she's just manipulating him. At first, yeah, because it's a way to survive. Yeah. I think it's later on when, uh, toward, at, at the very end, with what happens at the end, I think um, at that point is when she was truly reaching out for a lifeline. I just don't yeah. know why, if, if if Dick cared so much for Tess, why didn't he just be like, fuck off, Breathless. Because it's his Take job. Take a cold shower. Yeah, I because, think he, yeah. 
Well, two don't kiss me where she'll see me, and then I think well, two two reasons. Yeah, I think because Breathless is way more forward than Tess ever was, oh, God, and it yeah. catches him way off guard. Yeah, and two, she's really one of his only ins to get to Big Boy. Yeah, and if he just straight up rejects her, she's just gonna go. Yeah. And his lead his lead's yeah. gone. And you know, through the movie where they they kind of dance around the fact like he's gonna propose and yeah. you know, all that stuff. Like it, Dick Tracy in this at least different from the RKO pictures, he's married to the job first and then. Well he was in the other her. ones, but um, Well, like he you can see to exp- they're yeah express the But you could see like in, in the end of the RKO pictures where it's like they're trying to do something but he gets pulled away way and he's he's compelled to go but he wants to be there so like but this one where he's like okay hey you know he's they, they got a call over the watch and he's like uh all right fine but like you know, you know yeah like mid-sentence gone you know like he's he's more attached to the job for a while instead of attached to her which is why initially when he started doing the whole you know, we we you know we we live in separate places. We, yeah. we I separate like lives. living alone. I, yeah. I like living alone. Like I'm I'm cool with it. And he's just like, yeah, but we can live alone together. Right. <laughs> like, you know, basically, yeah. it's one of those. Yeah, but yeah. I can still live my life, and you don't have to leave the house if you know. If I leave the house, mm. you don't have to leave because this is your house. You can stay here. Yeah. Like, I think that's where he was initially going with it, because their relationship works for them. Yeah. I don't think he realized how dissatisfied she was until much well, later. Well, if they had a fucking conversation. Yeah, if he had yeah. time for a conversation. They, yeah, if they had a fucking conversation, or she just kind of said what she said. It's when she bounces that he's yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> wait, you're, 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 wait, this is not working for you? Oh, crap. Wait, no, you have feelings? Yeah. You, you're a person? <laughs> Damn dames. Yeah. <laughs> You're a person? Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. There's also, who's going to take care of this kid? Yeah. Again, <laughs> she's been a babysitter this whole time. Yeah. Gotta, but I mean, it seems implied if, if they break up, the kid will have to go to the orphanage or something. And the kid does not want to go to the orphanage. Yeah. I, mean, I do like how, how the kid and Tess straight up just like establish their relationship right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. He steals the money. She doesn't even like acknowledge it. She just says, you want a broken arm? Puts the money back on the table, and they get along perfectly. From that, <laughs> <on>. <laughs> See, that, that was nice. Yeah, it's the whole they they have this weird sort of begrudging respect for each other. Yeah. It's like a shonen anime protagonist. Absolutely. <laughs> like, Bring some orange rolls while you're at it. Where, yeah. Where's your? Is this where your power levels to cling to the backs of moving vehicles <laughs> comes from? I mean, I get I, you know, <laughs> you know, um. The kid was good. Yeah. No, he's, he yeah, was... Yeah, Charlie Cora's uh, Cormo actually did pretty funny. Yeah, he, I, was, he was good. I did like seeing him doing the thing, like, from the first RKO movie with the kid clinging to the car. Because yes. he's yeah. that tenacious. Yeah. But, I don't know, he's one of... He gets a character arc, kind of. He's, yeah. he's the only one in this movie with a fucking personality. Yeah. Like, beyond Big Boy, whose personality is just bam. Yeah. 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 Well, and he's also... I don't know, abusive, because he's all talking like, you made me do this to you, you made me kidnap okay, yeah. you, I'm not kidnapping that, you, yeah. but now that I'm kidnapping was, you. That was fun, actually. Yeah, yeah I mean, whole, that's where it got hilarious. The, yeah. the damn 
he's like hovering over the dancers and like, you know, it's not right. And he's just micromanaging them. See, that's yeah. when I first noticed he was a character. Yes. And I'm just like, and who the hell is this guy? This the, the thing. Okay. I enjoyed Big Boy as a villain. However, I knew he wasn't one of the villains. I, I think he would have been more fun if he was a little slightly less hammy at the very beginning. And as things <laughs> progressed, as things progressed, it's it'd be a version of the villainous breakdown yeah. of him yeah, losing it yeah. more and more and getting to the like more and more paranoid. I feel like he started at eleven, yeah, and just kept the fuck on going. I, I think when towards the end, when he won't shut the fuck up, that's kind of a similar effect. Yeah, that was hilarious. That, that was part, that was one of my favorite Al Pacino performances of all time. That part made me laugh. Yeah, like yeah. the whole him going. I, I'm kidna- I'm not kidnapping you, but I'm kidnapping you. But I'm really not yeah. kidnapping you because I didn't kidnap you. Like, this is not my fault. It's like, like I, really, I really don't want to do it, but I will blow your head off. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you make tell- me do this? I don't want yeah. it. I don't Can't you tell that I love you? What? <laughs> <laughs> and the weird quotes of Aristotle, Shavinsky. Uh, Plato. And Plato, yeah. And, you know, I just wanted to go, I'm trying to break on through to the other side, Jim Morrison. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, there, yeah. that's some personality yeah. going on. Yes. Yeah. That part, to me, that part was really, really funny. More of that. Yeah. I also like this twist of the whole getting him basically arrested and, and fraudulently put a, a charge on him that he didn't actually do. Right. Compared to doing everything else, which they've they do actually come across pretty well with that, the whole money laundering and and yeah. uh, basically mobster activities, murder, like all this other stuff. He's already done all these things in the movie. The only thing he didn't do is kidnap anybody. Right, and now he's getting framed for for kidnapping somebody. It's the injustice that he kind of comes across with the whole. I this. Yeah. I did everything else, but I didn't do this. I'm not this going down fair. for this. This yeah. is not fair. Like, I didn't yeah. do this. That part made me laugh. Yeah. That part was like, oh, this is a cute twist. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. Why didn't we focus more yeah. on this? Yeah. Why did Manny Patinkin have to sing? Yeah. You gotta go ahead. You gotta be a leader. You gotta let them go. Okay, guys, when I blast my horn, that's when you get going. <laughs> Never blast this horn. Nope. Um, then... Yeah. Oh, oh what about when they here. when they kidnap Tracy and attempt to bribe him and then attempt to blow him up <laughs> and then the kid saves the day by I don't know. Oh, yeah. I really really like this scene. Clinging to a car. I think? Yeah. But he clinged to a car, found out where he was, and he that. But he had the baseball that he gave him and smashed the window. Yes. Yeah, and then let and then let him out there because it was a really super old fashioned. Uh, um, uh, I think it was uh, like a boiler. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was like all yeah. red and yellow. Yeah, that boiler. The like, stairs yeah. were Christmas yeah. colors, and it's like, yeah. no. Yeah, and it was uh, it was a, some device that just detonated the building. It's like, and seventeen people died that well, day. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm pretty sure it was the water heater. Cause, yeah, because even now, water heaters, if they. Yo. Typically, yeah, yeah. a water heater, if it goes, it's gonna it's gonna go up like a rocket yeah, rather than actually explode. Yeah. Well, it looks yeah. like they were pressurizing it, like they mm. they had, yeah. you know saving so, yeah. oxygen. Yeah, yeah, you just lost your that you just lost your oxygen. Although the uh, the like, you look like you're gonna have an accident. <laughs> like, like the whole the, the 
way he was tied up in the chair, I felt like he could have stood up and just walked up. I'm just going to stand and walk up the stairs. It'll be fine. There's a chair taped to my yeah. back, but I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> it would have oh, been and fine. Th- and now Junior has his red suit and his yeah. red hat, like in the posters. I do like the style of the movie posters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, very comic book-esque. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, it's Black with accent colors. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, Kid did not want to, he was all like, I don't want to go to the orphanage. I don't want to, I don't want Tess to make me go to school, kind of that. <laughs> but your clothes are Don't tell are me what to wear. Don't tell, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like, well, she's trying to put me in a suit, so if you don't want to wear a suit, just tell her you don't want to wear a suit. Because suits mean you go to school. Basically. Or pick a suit you like. I just like, yeah. the whole, that's where his, his, he's like, oh wait, I can pick the one I want. Yeah. All right, okay. let's do this. <laughs> yeah. He picks the the bright red one and with the did it have a yellow, yellow guy? Uh, yeah, yellow accent. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to go with uh, Dick Tracy's yellow coat yep. yeah. and hat. Oh, do we ever say why he was yellow? This it was yellow. Well, that's how it was yeah. in when, in the colors of the yeah. comic. Yeah, it was picked to be uh, Lister Zeros. He was yellow. He had the yellow uh, jacket, yellow hat because it was the cheapest color. Um, like that was it was easier to mass produce somebody who was all in yellow rather than anything else. You're talking about coloring the comic, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about Mumbles and <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, I, I don't really care about Mumbles, but I just want to say, why was the water jug a gigantic bear with maybe or maybe not an erection? Yeah, because <laughs> that's where the water came out. Yeah, and yeah, that it's also, a spigot in his belly, but that also it was recorded. Been. <laughs> they also recorded him later. Oh they yeah, recorded recording. him and yeah. they played with his voice. Yeah, had a recording oh, device. I love that. Yeah. I think Mumbles just when did they just make him write shit down? <laughs> For real. <laughs> you were saying Yeah, so I said that several times. Make him write shit down. Yeah. <laughs> because it leaves a paper trail, he probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, he's being he's under the lights, being interrogated by the police. I know. But when you really don't want to talk to the police, if you have enough willpower, you won't. Ah, now, um, okay, so, Tracy, explosion, um, kid saves him, and then he gets this, uh, honorary detective certificate. Yep. But if he, it will only be temporary, unless he picks a name for himself. But he doesn't want to pick a name for himself yet. He's just like, kid. What's wrong with kid? Yeah. Still trying to figure out who I am in this world. Right? So are the rest of us, kid. So are the rest of us. My name's not written yet. <laughs> but he's very happy. What's my name? Line! <laughs> um. Oh, now we have the... I think there was like... I feel like there was too many musical numbers in there. Yes. Too, too many like cabaret yeah. songs intercut with various things yes. going on. And, they that, and that's done, what led to the movie being just a hair too long. They could yeah. have done two songs and it would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. Now you think of you feeling Maybe like three. it might have been too long because we've been watching the Dick Tracy serials, which are right about an hour. Those weren't serials. Yeah. I mean Well Well, a serial shorts, but we're watching the movies. Yeah. The, the old movies. We're watching, movies. yeah, the drive. Thank you. But watching the drive in style where it's like, okay, you do this. Because I felt like after an hour, I'm like, okay, kind of like. I, yeah. I lost my pace yeah, a little I was bit. Like, yeah, it's starting to lose me a little bit here yeah. because they go through the whole process of. Yeah. Of uh, framing uh, Tracy for. Who did he go to? The DA? The DA. Yeah. Dick, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. yeah. Again? 
Should have just used an ottoman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. have Mary Tyler Moore around to protect you. Yeah. Rogue ottomans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I. Yeah. I agree. I think it was just like okay, kind of lost me a little bit. Mm. Uh, same way as like I was thinking oh, about. Like, this is when the the blank shows up into the movie and. But before that, we have the guy with the big ears with the, um, bug. Uh, bug something. Yeah. Bug Bennett? Bug Bailey. Bug Bailey. Yeah. Is he like, is he a beetle? Yeah. Well, I'm just, <laughs> well, I'm just wondering, uh, was, was he always on the side of the cops or did he used to be, because does being hideously deformed turn you into a bad guy in this universe? <laughs> there are no job options, so you gotta go crime. I People guess. are rejected. They're on the outskirts of society. Or did he use his big giant mutant ears to kind of be like, "Oh yeah, one of you guys." I'm gonna. Yeah. I think he was just spying on them, not yeah. infiltrating them. I'll yeah. just help the cops out. <laughs> They're on the outskirts of society. They gotta go ahead and use that society rejected me. No, I'll reject society, man. <laughs> now, he's, well, he's using his powers for good. Yeah. By, uh listening in and that's when the whole I forgot how the floor ceiling whatever got a hole in it and that's when the yeah, coffee we spilled, spilled the coffee yeah oops drip drip yeah. drip and then uh, big boy's all like we're being fucked we're being fucked what are we doing he's <laughs> like, a yeah. maker in the well, yeah. it's like all of a sudden now Pacino turned into Curly Howard <laughs> Bug is sitting in which is weirding me out because I have an online friend named Bug, so that's mm. talking like this is weirding me out. If Bug is sitting in like the attic above that light there, yeah. don't you think he would have noticed that he knocked over a coffee? Yeah, you got to be real careful. Like he is literally in Tommy gun range. Right. I feel like there was. You a think he'd be more aware? Wasn't there a scene where a hole was being bored in the? Oh, was that him? Yeah, that was being bored okay, in, the, in, the, being in the roof and the ceiling. That was being bored. Born through the ceiling uh, above Big Boy's, like, uh, conference room. Hmm. Uh, it, isn't that why Tracy wanted to get to the roof? Yeah. Get yeah. to the roof. Get to the roof. Why are we going to the roof? Uh, it seems like a good place to hide. Yep. But, yeah, I guess uh, Blank wants to, uh, you know, frame uh, Big Boy. Yeah. For, um, and right. I think has the henchmen do set up the... Oh, he has... Tess gets kidnapped, yep. and um, Dick is given some kind of message or whatever to go to a certain warehouse. That's the fake message, I think, that's planted for him. Because mm-hmm. once uh, Big Boy figure out figures out he's being um, spied on, he's just like, oh, yes, let's go to... Right? Let's go to the let's warehouse. Let's go to this warehouse, yep. Yeah. Or did... And at this point... Yeah, okay, so... Tess- Kidnapped. A little, yeah, a little bit before that. Um, what's her name? Uh, Breathless? Breathless. Breathless, thank you. I was just going to say Madonna. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's been coming on to to Tracy, and Tracy keeps going, you know, oh, you know. I'll let you get dangerously close to my lips, but. Um, right. <laughs> but the entire time, you know, she's been doing that, and at one point, she does kiss him. Yeah, and Tess sees it. Tess sees it. it. Walks in with ice cream with, and the kid, and is all like, "What the fuck?" Right. Um. So yes, which I love the, the whole the whole scene afterwards too, where he's not trying to be awkward at all. Is this pistachio? Um. <laughs> uh. Uh, and after that, she you know goes off into the corner crying. 
And then she tells him that she's leaving after that, that she's Joe, she's bouncing later, like we're done. To go to her mother's house. Yep, she goes to her mom's house. Uh, Mom is also played by uh, someone else whose name is escaping me right now, but she's also an actress, Um, like a relatively well-known actress. Um, But she, uh, while she's there, she decides to come back. And that's when she gets kidnapped. Right, because there was a show there was a shoot-in thing with one of the gangsters. There was an old man who could imitate anybody's handwriting. Yes. Oh. And they were passing out letters. And this is where it seemed like the script was written on the fly. Yeah. You know, or just literally like all of a sudden they got this, so that way that's that's the the shoehorn thing that's gonna bring everybody together is you see letters that are written out there. The only thing I could think of is they were doing something to try they had to try to shoehorn the plot to get Tracy against Big Boy. Yeah. And they were trying to find a round roundabout way to get Tess kidnapped and the reason why. Right. So they also wanted to, I think, give Madonna a heavier role. Right. <laughs> so they kind well, of threw it. They kind of, they, you know, she can't just be the femme fatale. Yeah. There has to be another aspect to her. Well, Madonna also wielded a lot of power at the time. Right. And yeah. to be honest with you, it's probably, it would have, like I said, having her be like the secondary or primary villain, whatever, the one who's, you know, kind of trying to run things behind the scenes while nobody else is paying attention because she's manipulating things. Yeah. That's fine. That's, yeah. that's a fine plot hook. Mm. It just, it wasn't executed very well. No. Now, by the way, the mother who you're talking about was Estelle Parsons. Yes. Um, and here, the most known people may know her for is she played Roseanne Barr's mom. Yeah. In Roseanne. That's the, re- she, I was like, she looks so fucking familiar to me. She does, yeah. And I was like, why? <laughs> With everything else in this movie, why? Why? And, um... I guess the the piano player from the club was helping with the kidnapping, and then the oh Tracy ends up at a greenhouse and gets gassed. Tess works like, at the is greenhouse. This, uh, like, is this gonna be like, is this gonna be the magical time gas? No, oh he just no, passed out. Damn it! No, this he goes to the greenhouse because Tess works at the greenhouse. Oh, okay. Yep. And while well, blank taunts him, and yep. He's like, oh, it's not gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. It's not gonna hurt. It's blah blah blah. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> and but um yeah, that's when he gets dragged into the room with the dead DA and the and the a I think it's is it eighty eight keys that puts him in there? Yeah. yeah. The piano player yeah. and uh yeah, puts the gun in his hand. Yep. And it's mandatory puts, puts the uh what is it, a bottle of ammonia under his nose to wake, to him, wake up. him up. Yeah. Oh boy, cat pee. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. Mm. Hey, just I guess I, every time I, I see works. him, every time I see him, I'm like, Inigo Montoya? What? 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 Uh, how? How can uh, he keep doing this? You're not supposed to be the bad guy. Okay. And uh, yeah, it works because there's like a bunch of newspapers or something, yep. and he's in jail, but like the city jail and. I think when he's going to be moved to county jail, that's when the, the kid comes. Which is already bad if you think about it, because can you imagine how many people oh. Dick Tracy has put into that, that prison? Jeez. Moving him to the county jail is essentially a death sentence. You're right. Unless... Because imagine isolation. how many of the people in the county jail did he put there. 
Yep. Yeah. So that and right he, there is and like he the, doesn't he doesn't strike me as a Rorschach to fight back when they come after him. Oh no, I think he would, but I think he'd be overpowered. And he's not going to dunk anyone's face in the fryer. Right. It's, he's Dick Tracy for everything that he's shown so far has uh, he does not play dirty. He's very much by the book. So, um, yeah, him going up against criminals, he'd probably f- be able to fight them off for a while, but he's not a standard comic book character where he's got, you know... Powers? Powers, or he's super strong. Even his intelligence is better than average, but nothing superpower-esque, mm. you know? He's just a smarter guy. <laughs> Fighting ugly dudes. Fighting ugly dudes, Yes. <laughs> With a gun, because very rarely does he ever actually hit anyone. Hmm. You know, he's it, everything is through words and standoff and shooting. He does not often get into scuffles. Huh. We get this night, but when um, the kid visits him in jail, we get the nice scene where he finally picked the name for his certificate so he could be a detective, too. And At this point, the kid's probably one of the only ones on his side, too, besides, like... His, like, Let's direct supervisor uh, changes his mind. <laughs> well, yeah, that. But for, at this point, in you know, he, everybody yeah. thinks he's guilty. Public thinks he's guilty. The only ones who really don't are, like, his chief and the people that directly work with him. Like, um... And the kid. And the kid. The kid is one of the only ones who has his back. So it's kind of a... It's supposed to be, like, a cute little poignant scene. It was! I thought it was a pretty effective. Yeah. Um, because he... Decides to name himself Dick Tracy Jr. I want to be your kid. So there we go. There's Junior in this movie. Doing Junior things like, you know, grabbing onto car, moving cars. And, <laughs> and running into possible exploding buildings. Yeah. You know, normal but, kid stuff. But he saves things, you know? He does. It, 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 he's, he's got the tenacity and appetite of a shonen anime protagonist. He's the protege. Yeah, he's, right. he's the protege who's going to turn into that crazy ass detective, he's and then he's gonna marry a lady from the moon. Girlfriend's the moon. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I when I was look, when I was looking up characters, I saw oh, Moonmaid and Junior. They they're an I, they get married in the future, ah. sixties or whatever. Okay. okay, when you say get married in the future, I'm picturing Sailor Moon future. <laughs> I want magical <laughs> girls in this. <laughs> I mean, f- oh yeah. my god, to marry the shonen protagonist, we got the shoujo <laughs> protagonist. Was there a yellow? Was there like a yellow themed uh, Sailor Scout, or that would that be like Mars is the closest? Because fire. Uh, no, no, Sailor Moon, Moon had yeah. the hair, maybe yeah, not so a costume. Is. Right. So, so Dick Tracy is Sailor Moon. He's always late for shit. <laughs> He doesn't know how to use a computer. <laughs> uh, I Tess tuxedo mask. Yes, because she doesn't do anything. she doesn't do anything. <laughs> she just shows gone. up and throws flowers at people because she works in a greenhouse. Yep. <laughs> well, she watched Junior this, and this they was... ate food <laughs> and took him for ice cream. So that's... So she's something. way more useful than Darren. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There we go, musical number montage with the thriving business. Um, and then the blank frames him for the Tess's kidnapping, and I I like how the 
when they find Tess, they're all like, oh, it's a felony! <laughs> Isn't what this... The, no, after- that's, that's Dick's girl. No, no, no. That's a fe- that's a federal effect. This wasn't me. I didn't do this. Is that when Dick comes crashing through the window to yeah. get into the room? He's like, oh, right, yeah. That, okay, this is what's happening here. <laughs> with with Pat looking down at him. And Pat looking down at him. Then they do a straight up uh, Half Life Two physics puzzle to get uh, Dick back up onto the roof. Oh yes, like the seesaw. And sent him through. How much do you weigh? How much do you weigh? Oh, one night. One, one night. night it's like, okay, so wait. So uh, how much how do you much? weigh? 210. <laughs> okay, jump on it. <laughs> the other like, end. Jump on this. You want me to do what now? <laughs> do what? No, I know. It's like, you get trapped in here. It's fine. We don't need you for the... For yeah, the, for the my uh, thought climax. was, it's like, okay, he goes through. Now Dick Tracy's the one who gets hit in the back of the head. <laughs> Instead of Pat. <laughs> okay, Pat doesn't get hit in the head in this, though. The, I know, this that's the point. Yeah. The only Pat Pat thing that Pat does in this particular movie... Kind of look like him? He sort of looks like him. Pat, All he... What he... This is the first Pat Pat thing that he does. Yeah. Just the character name. Just is Pat Patton. Would you like me to say Patrick Patton? Would that make you happy? Are you making the peapot filter die? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to start yelling some T's and P's into oh, the microphone. Oh, I hate syllables. Oh, please no. <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, my gosh. My point is, this is the, for the character, this is the first time the character acts like the character in this whole fucking movie. Mm. Well, it's better than Tess. Agreed. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that are better than Tess in this movie. <laughs> like a sharp like stick everything. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, uh, I forgot, when when does this big boy a- end up actually kidnapping her? As he's not kidnapping yeah, her. Yeah, he's oh, not kidnapping her. I guess I'm kidnapping yeah. her. As he's and not kidnapping her, he's on, kidnapping her. What the fuck were they escaping on? Through yeah, a tiny, yeah. short hallway? That, yeah, a little dolly like, system. Like the, the size the, of a, a movie yeah. air duct? yeah. A little dolly system, the like there might up. have been a little train tracks there at one point in time. Well, he's obviously one of those characters or yeah. one of those people who, when they get nervous, they don't stop talking. Yes. Yeah. And that's uh, that's pretty obvious in this particular part, because he won't shut the fuck up. Whereas Tess the entire time is just like, this is happening. He's just kind of staring at him like, mm-hmm. Well, yep, you're kidnapping yeah. me, okay. I'd rather die than hear you do this again. <laughs> Please. See, again, it's just like, why are you a doormat? You're being kidnapped, you're a fucking doormat. You don't even emote. Did you shut down? Like are I you said, used to this? Does this? Do you have a backstory? I'm not sure whose fault this is. I'm not sure if it's the writer's fault for writing her like this, if it's the actress's fault because she she was told to act like this, or if this was the director's fault who just didn't give a shit. But yeah. you'd think that Warren Beatty... Being such a fan, that's why I'm unless, unless he really doesn't like the character of Tess Truhart, or I don't know if this. Fair point. Yeah. See again, I'm not familiar with the comics, so I was wondering, does she start off that way, and maybe the change later? But this is supposed to establish that not only have they had a relationship, but they're so far into it that he's going to ask her to marry him. Oh, like yeah. this, this. The character is supposed to be, at this point in his life, pretty well established. Mm-hmm. So even if it's not, even if she's 
basically playing a almost tertiary character in the the actual comic because Tess showed up, but Tess showed up as a plot device more than anything else where she needed to be. She needed to be the person who's trying to make Dick human while also being his weakness. Um, in this movie, she isn't utilized as pretty much anything. No, yeah. no. Like it's, it's, oh, if, yeah. Even if she is utilized as the plot device... It does not come across to the audience is that we should give any sort of shit no. about her. I know. How yeah. are we supposed to root for him going for Tess rather than Breathless when, when him he's... and Breathless have the fucking chemistry? It, that's yeah. my point. That's what oh I'm saying is, as since Warren Beatty basically took over this entire project, including directing, writing, producing everything. Did he? Yeah. No, I don't think he wrote. Did he? I don't he think wrote. He, he did have a hand in writing it. Okay. In writing it, though, he wasn't oh. the, one of the main writers. Okay. Although he is the one but there because he's also the he, director. Yeah, the yeah director because he also he produced, directed, but he also bought it from Tribune in 1985, and there's more to that. But I did find, um, <laughs> I did find one of the quotes from uh, like one of my favorite lines from Al Pacino's Big Boy Caprice here. Mm. Here he says there he's like tying up Tess and he's putting the gears together. You got the oil cans gonna crush your head. There, okay. a man without a plan is not at all. Nietzsche. <laughs> and the, uh, and uh, who's the other one here? So it's like, wait a minute. Wait, I'm having a thought. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm having a thought. It's coming. It's gone. You have, you have ADHD, Sister. <laughs> yeah. So Smith McConnell. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just blue screen. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So now Tess is just, you know, she's just chilling, being tied up and yeah. gonna get her head crushed like a walnut. Yeah. Honestly, if if they had established at this point that Tess has been through this a lot, yeah. <laughs> you know, so she's like, ah, oh, this again. Yeah. Uh, uh, you guys really need to come up with like some better material. Yeah. If she had said something like that, yeah. or, you know, like, look at him and go, you really think this is the first time I've been here? You yeah. know, something of that nature yeah. to give her a little bit of personality. Yeah. Even if it's just a tiny throwaway line, yeah. would have made things so much better. Uh, yeah. It's it's That's what I'm saying. Is this the writer? Yeah. Is it the director? Yeah. Is it? Or is it her? Or is it all of them? Yeah. Or is it everybody's fault? I think we had that same conversation with Renetta Green's daughter in Kill Bill. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, it seems to be the same deal. Yes. Yeah. And there are certain times in movies where you can look at a character and be like, this person is emoting all over the place. Right. This person Big is boy. not. It, yeah. yeah, this person yeah. is yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, like Warren Beatty's character who only emotes very, very little. Yeah. And then you have someone like Tess who has shown emotions yeah. in weird places. Now she just don't give a fuck. Right. And now she's like she's like a drained wife who keeps finding out her husband cheats on her. So she's just kind of dealing yeah. with it with the whole Wake me up when something happens. Right. Like when I'm not dead, okay? It's it's just I don't know where they went with this. Uh, oh, I forgot how... Oh, and Junior also shows up to... The, apparently, what is this? The gears are like a, a bridge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's for it's for a draw, uh, drawbridge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm just like, I'm watching and it's like stuff, stuff. Like, I, don't I, don't, I don't know where they're they they in a clock tower? Right. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, where are yeah. they? And I'm like, it's is always this the gear wor- factory? Do they have... 
But where did they get gears that big? Yeah, they're, they're in the the worst level in any Castlevania game. I don't know. Let's it's go always to the, the clock tower. Let's go to the dripping dagger and find out. Oh, so we didn't book, even get uh, a funny like. Yeah, why did why did we get like an club e- like, Ritz? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding? Me? Club Ritz. Why couldn't it be like the the hangman's dripping skull face <laughs> blink or something or other? I mean, the, come on, the blinking <laughs> the blinking <laughs> skull drip. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like. <laughs> We didn't even get a fun pun. Yeah, like there was nothing. Uh, like wood plastics. Yes, wood plastics is great. Yeah. I know, right? You know, it's just <sighs> club there's, right. there's, lame. They they did so much work into the visual that they kind of neglected some of the key aspects. I think. Like yeah, there's just no there's nowhere near enough punnery going on in this movie. Maybe oh. they were trying to be more serious. They were, but and if you're then... going to be more serious, you can't do a background like they did <laughs> oh, yeah. and make characters so overly over the top. If, yeah. if, you're, if you're trying to be serious, you can't have Tiny Face at the beginning. <laughs> the sphincter of a man and then want to be if, taken okay, seriously. If you want to be taken seriously by doing that, that's fine. But they didn't. they didn't do that. Because they kept certain bits still going, like the 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 straight man route. Yeah. A lot of it, it's like they went over the top in certain areas, and then other times they were like, let's stick to this plot. It, it's got to be one way or the other. I'm just glad that they eventually kind of, uh, that Elfman eventually dropped the I pulled this off the floor of Batman music. Yeah. From the very opening, I'm like, I'm like, didn't I hear this in Batman? Yeah. What is this? You, you more than likely did, and then it, the, then the movie just kind of... Yeah, then the movie just kind of, like, found its own kind of... It's kind of Batman-ish kind of feel. It's like it, it, it drifted from the, uh, from, from the 89 Batman movie, but it still kept the, I guess, Elfman-ness it's, of Elfman, it. Elfman, yeah, but it, it kind of missed a bit of the noir. A bit. Uh, it, it, which... It's not fully, I mean, Dick Tracy isn't full-on noir. He's not, you know, running a private detective agency, and he's, you know, doing stuff undercover. He's not private Dick Tracy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not not full-on noir, but there are aspects of it that are noir. Mm. So it's, I don't know, it's it's just missing. It was, the music was way too action-adventure-y for a detective rather than... The Dark Knight. Well, Batman is a detective, but but, but he's Bruce the weird Wayne, superhero kind. Not- Bruce Wayne is not working for the, for the police, but he's not like a normal <laughs> trench coat fedora cop. No, he's from the he's, Bruce Wayne is a millionaire playboy. Who dresses billionaire. up? Billionaire. Oh, I'm sorry. Billionaire. Playboy. I see that. See that. Now that's that's a cut there because that's been a big thing in the comics lately, where he's become like rich enough to be a billionaire, and he's continually uh, he's continually Flaking? correcting people because they keep calling him a Playboy millionaire, and Bruce Wayne's like billionaire. It's like, okay. It's just become a thing in the he's comics. A Playboy billionaire. Poor Bruce and his problem. Um, mommy and daddy got murdered in front of me and it tainted my entire life. And I dress up like a bat. Because, because... But that was a different franchise. It was. <laughs> it was, but because we're on this, uh... Oh yeah, the whole Danny Elfman recycling because, his music thing. Yes, because we're there. And that, and like I said, Touchstone was trying to kind of capitalize on the whole Batman popularity mm-hmm. by putting out a movie that would was oddly similar but different enough 
to try to... It never works. It doesn't. And that's that's one of the main problems is it doesn't work. But they were that's what they were trying. It's like the, the huge boom of superhero movies between 2008 and now. It's because mm-hmm. it was popular. It became stupid popular. And now it's sort of waning off. Yeah. You know? It's waning off? Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's cute. I like that. Oh, I forgot. How does... Uh, I don't know. Um, The big boy... I don't know. He, he just falls to death? Because... He, he get. I think... Uh, I think the blank man just... Tries to shoot at to, br- yeah. blank. Yeah, he tries to shoot at Blank. There was like a ricochet or Blank fired back and like grazed him or something. However, it ended up happening. Big Boy fell off his death. It fell to his death in the abyss that we have in every control room for every drawbridge ever. He just fell into <laughs> so the... So Dick Tracy can get rid of him without actually dirtying his hands. Yep. Like so, Big Boy fell into the center of the earth, never to be seen again. Although it was a little less ridiculous than the claw... <laughs> In RKO, just like, I'm going to raise my hand and get electrocuted like uh, I'm in the Hulk Hogan movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, okay, they could have left that open for a sequel mm. because you never find a body. You never see a body, you just see him fall through a hole. You see, this movie didn't do well enough to ever earn itself a sequel. The worst part is, like I said, box it, office wise, it did. It did but great, it but did it, not, did, it didn't do what It did. didn't do Batman. It didn't do what Das Mouse wanted. No. So. But, uh, and that's because Das Mouse put a lot of outside money into it. Oh, and for some reason, Blank wants to rule the city with crazy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so instead of instead of going, oh, and and so Big Boy shoots Blank before <laughs> falling to death for reasons, right? And that's when you you know Blank's mask gets pulled off, and you find out that it's breathless. I did not see that yeah, coming which, at all. I see. Okay, jo- Joss already knew it because she does that. Like you can see a character for three seconds at the beginning of a movie, and she knows automatically the entire <laughs> plot surrounding this character and some weird ass superpower she's got. It, I didn't put two and two together, but I one thing one thing that was getting to me was the voice of uh, the blank. Yeah, that that vocoder kind of. Uh, you two might not necessarily recognize it because you're not. Star Wars fans. But that sounded exactly like Princess Leia using the vocoder in uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. Which is what told me that it was breathless. Because I could tell that it was female. It sounded exactly oh. like her uh, like her as the bounty hunter at the beginning of I did see that and I know what you're talking about. I just yeah. assumed that, I don't know, we got another weird mutant bad guy probably using yeah. one of those throat thingies. And I thought it was, I thought it was sequel bait. I thought it was sequel bait for that, but then it ends up being Madonna, and I'm like, wait, what? Wait, they kind of went this. They went this way with her, where they did the whole. Like I said, at first she was just trying to survive. Then I think she started to grow feelings for him because he was actually trying to help her. But she, she's also trying to screw the bad guys, right? But she has been in this world for so long yeah. that she won't know how to go straight. Right. There's, yeah. there's no way that she was going to be able to do that. Killing her off is the tidy ending. Yep. It was tidy. It was, um... She kisses him. Oops, I'm dead. Oops, I'm dead. And it kind of... <laughs> you can almost hear the shift. as like... And then it's the... Death rattle? It's the whole, well, that cleans up that mess nicely for Tess as well. 
Mm, right. Because there's no competition. Right. Not that there was anyway, because that would have meant that Tess actually had a personality. Uh, right. Ooh. Hey, am I lying? And this movie fails the Bechdel test so hard. hard. Yeah. Every, t- every discussion that she that Tess has, I don't care what gender she's in, yeah. she's with, is all about him. Mm. Every discussion. She, she only ever wants to talk about dick. <laughs> she likes dick, you know? She only wants one thing and it's disgusting. She only wants one thing and it's disgusting. She wants it. <laughs> Okay. She wants to trace. Oh, I have gone her. four and a half episodes without getting into this kind of a, this kind of humor. So I want I want you to understand how how proud of me you should be <laughs> that I haven't gotten. Do you into get a, a official detective certificate for holding back? I'll so take it. I'll take a gold hold, star. You've been holding it back <laughs> sincerely. You've been building like, up. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, we gotta have the little. Come on, man! I had to take that. We gotta up. have the I've little wrap-up scene where they're in the diner, and you know they got the kid with them. And yeah, because we can't have a birthday cake in Dick's house because yeah. you know we don't have vitamin to be there with us. Yeah. And he's and trying. And he's trying to talk like he's trying to like ask Tess to like be to, like basically to propose, and he's just straight up. He just like, can't. He's fucking awkward. Dick.exe has stopped. He's Okay, now this would have been a fine scene for me. Like, I actually thought about this as I was watching the movie. This scene would have been absolutely fine for me had their relationship even slightly looked like that they liked each other. Yeah. yeah. Because if he was being all awkward and like... So, you know how you said you like to live alone. Why do you why don't we do that together? Well, <laughs> that would have alone That would have been sort of endearing neighbors. if he was being like awkward and nervous about asking her to marry him or live with him or whatever. If it looked like he gave a shit about her at right. all throughout the rest of this movie. That part would have been cute and sort of endearing. Yeah. It just came across as some awkward guy going, "So yeah, so like you you like living by yourself, and I like living by myself, so why don't we be roommates? <laughs> That's sort of what it comes across well, as. He gets called to another case, and on his way out the door, he tosses the ring box to her. Like, here. Like, so I, well, I guess he worked up the guts to ask. Sort, sort of. of. And just put the ring in her vicinity. Yeah, he just, and then going, he just hey. flung it at her and ran. Here, take this. Make a decision later. Bye. Yeah. But also, he's being egged on by Junior, too. They're like, come on, let's get going, come on! But even then, the cook? Yeah. At the diner? And the, the, the cook, too. But no, at least, no, he's being egged on to leave. Oh, Junior's like, come like, on, we gotta yeah. go. Like, this oh, yeah, because yeah, okay. yeah, he, he, he got the wristwatch and he got the call, too. He's like, okay, good, let's go. Let's radio do wristwatch. It's fucking smartwatches, man. It's yeah. fucking smartwatches. Can you make a phone call with a smartwatch? Yes. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Wonderful. We yes. live in the future. Yeah. <laughs> we live in Dick Tracy times. Um, let's, uh, you know. Now I'm prune face. <laughs> Shut up, prune Tracy. You sure you're not cute ball? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're cute ball. Well, except you have eyebrows. <laughs> I said before, like, today at least I'm itchy. Yeah. Uh, it, just, it, just, it, it just is. A little hungry, too. Yeah. Or itchy, or itchy tasty. <laughs> So, um, yeah, that's Dick Tracy. That was Dick Tracy yeah. in 1990. 
And now, so we get to fantasy casting. Yeah, but first, <laughs> let's do a little word. Uh, let's uh, talk about our website, movietheatertimemachine.com, all professional and everything, a little bit about 4041 Media and all that, and then I can find out why this dog is whining at me. Yeah. What do you want? Is he happy whining or sad whining I or angry whining? I can't tell anymore. He's just a whiner. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. Welcome home. What? Oh. That didn't make any sense to yeah. anything. Yeah. Well, I am home, so yeah. thank you. So, You're welcome. Well, welcome. Welcome home, sanitarium. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, dang. So Sorry, we got uh, fantasy casting time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you okay. got to go with yours. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this is too good. My idea stems from Mumbles. He's obviously Boomhauer. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, we need to bring in the rest of the cast. So that makes... Uh, Hank Hill is always trying to do the right thing. He's Dick Tracy. Oh, he's totally Dick Tracy. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So that means we got Peggy Hill as Tess, and she'll have a million times more personality. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. And trying Bill. so Bobby is Bill. Junior. Bill yes. And Bill is Pat. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. So Why does this fit so well? And, and Dale, yeah, did, Dale we is vitamins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pocket sand. Yeah. <laughs> pocket vitamins. <laughs> Oh, I was just thinking, I don't know, who the bad guys be? Yeah. I mean, Dan's all paranoid and shit. I could see yeah. him talking a mile a minute. So yeah, who the bad guys be? It's like, isn't it, uh, <laughs> uh, what's the, I can't remember the guy's name, the the neighbor that hates them, Quan? Yeah. Khan. 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 Yeah. Yep. Yeah, oh. Khan and Ted Wasanasan. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm also feeling like we need the the whole the uh, oil company. breathless yeah. Mahoney yeah. in trying to seduce Dick thing. Well, I'm just yeah. now I'm thinking of Nancy and John Redcorn. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but I, I don't say, know how to shoot that you, horn you in. You definitely that. would have Nancy in there, but you also have John Redcorn would be Big Boy. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he wants to take over the yeah. city. No, you know who would be really good at Big Boy? It? His dad. Oh, God. Cotton. Cotton, yeah. Cotton, would, Cotton would want to take over the city. Yep. Yeah. He, take over that kill, 50 and men. Make, and he'd have a really, girl shinless. And he, yeah. and, oh, oh, God, you're right. Yes. Big Boy would be an ironic name. Yes, it would. That was where my point was going. And the fact that he's he's Dick Tracy's dad. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's not right. This is one of the toughest cases. <laughs> that's, that's why I really yeah. like this. Test Mahoney. I really well, like this because this is really yeah. funny. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Test Mahoney. Well, Dick, do you think, well, why, Test uh, Trueheart, do, do you think, do you have anything for Breathless Mahoney at all? 
Well, no, Chess, you know I don't go for those sex attacks. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> but I don't know how good at being Junior Bobby would be. I feel like he would try to solve problems be, with yeah. a dance number. He would be overzealous. Yeah. That's the point. He'd oh. kick everybody in the balls. That's not hurt. <laughs> I don't know you. So does he? So he, his character arc, he goes from stealing the purses to kicking people in the nuts for the yep. get the purse back. He's, he's Bobby, yeah. so he's gonna fail. Yeah, at everything. Yeah, well, I mean, decided <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and pick a name. Uh, well, could you just pick something like me, Dalai Lama? Why well, I gotta be? <laughs> The episode when they thought he was a monk or something like that. Because he was, I don't know, he was chosen, but he he chose Connie in the mirror, uh, yeah. and that's why he didn't want to go off and be a llama. Yeah, uh, well, you could have chosen something, something, you know, like could have been a junior there. Yeah, you want to be a kid? I think he would come. He'd be the kid who keeps coming up with the alternate. The alternative plans yeah. that are not going to work at all. Yeah. <laughs> but he's that kid. He's going to be like, no, what we have to do is this, 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 and this. And he just looks at him and goes, no. We well, just need an to- army of 10,000 toads. And yeah. then, where are we going to hit that at this time? Okay, that sounds like Keenan and Kel and sh- yeah. of the episode shtick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we'll just entertain him, Dick, with a magic show. But where are we going to find What the heck are we going to do that for? Right. We're going to find all the pants and all sizes this time of night. <laughs> I think oh, so, no. right? <laughs> now with now, now Pinky and the Brain, <laughs> are, are they a threat? They would be. Can you, can't you just imagine I'm, villains with their looks? Well, Oh, okay. Oh. No, I can absolutely see the brain. Remember yes. when the brain reigned for president and he had the uh, robot yeah. suit? Brian? Yeah. He, they kept yeah. calling him Brian. He yeah. was a Dick Tracy villain. This he was yeah. just a, a, a mouse in a giant in a man suit. Holy shit. Now yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of the tick and yeah. chair face, which reminds yes. me of another fan- fantasy casting. Good. Okay. I, I feel like all the people who played Dick so far, they. I don't know. They don't match my conception based on the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're all a little too bright-eyed and round in the face and He needs to have the small eyes like Batman. Like he's always yeah. concentrating. Yes. No, speaking yeah. speaking of Batman, the His thing that... jaw's okay, clenched. I think I mentioned this at in at the beginning as well, but I don't... Like, my vision of what Dick Tracy is is not so much based by based on the movie or anything else. It's based on the logo to this movie. Yeah. Which is a square jawed kind of two like four tone oh, comic design. character. Yeah. And I always expected the character to be like uh Harvey Bullock from Batman the Animated Series. Ooh. I thought he was gonna be more like him and he wasn't. And I'm just like, I wanted to be kind of gruff and angry about things. Yeah. Okay, here's my fantasy casting choice. Patrick Warburton. Yes. 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 I mean, yeah. more Patrick Warburton in pretty much everything. everything. Yes. Just doing his, his voice that he does. Just be Patrick Warburton, yeah. please. Yeah. I love you. Because yes. he would have, I feel like a deep voice needs to come out of that yeah. face. Mm. I think his face is more square. It is. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. actually very tall. Yeah. He's a very tall man. I want to see, I want to, I want to see two like animated characters, one voiced by H. John Benjamin <gasps> and the other one voiced by, um, Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton I completely Warburton. lost his name for a second there. I'm in heaven. And I just want to see the two of them just talking. each I other. I want them to have a fight. <laughs> they don't have to say yeah. anything. Like, we need Patrick... I don't it's know like, if it happened on oh, Archer at any point, but yeah. Patrick Warburton needs to be a villain on yeah. Archer. My yeah. God. Ooh. Yeah. 
Yeah, Union that would be great because pa- yeah, because Patrick yeah. Warburton made like anything that he does like voice acting, and he instantly makes better. Yes, yes. Uh, which yes. What, was it? Hap- was it wasn't happily ever no. It wasn't Romeo and Juliet. It was no, one he was of those. He was the big bad, the big big bad, bad wolf. wolf. Something. Yes. Yeah. Over the over the over no, the not over the hedge. My brain wants Christ. to say disenchanted, but that's an entirely different thing. No. Yeah. But I know what it's you're about, talking about. Yeah, he's it's, the it's big like bad wolf, 3D, but he's like a journalist. It's a three D yeah. movie. You just see the ending scene would be punched up so much more. Tess, you know how we live alone. You live alone. <laughs> I live alone. I, I bought a lot alone. of swords. We could. Li- I bought so many swords. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, are you sure you don't want to buy a sword? Then we'll let me return. We can go live alone together. Bob Samson has drawn kind of similar nose and jaw yeah. thing going on. Yeah. Yes. Why can't That's we just live proof. together? Here? The voice is perfect for that yeah. face. Yes. Yes. Where do you where do you come up with this stuff? I never see you read. <laughs> it's like you're channeling dead crazy people. Yeah, Daniel Brothers, I love you so much. But he's, he's good at the you know he's, he's good at the voice that's like the not no nonsense taking shit seriously. But then it becomes a comical when you do the levity. Like yeah. he's so monotone too. So. When he does, works. a lot of his voice acting so is so monotone. It's so great. Yeah. And that works for the, the characterization they're going for. Yes. Dick Tracy being kind of awkward and he's, you know, he can't let all his feelings out all the time because right. he's a yes. detective handling homicide shit. I agree. Yeah. 100%. I love this. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, although going back to King of the Hill, I don't know what do we call this amalgamation. King of the Dick? <laughs> Dick of the Dick Hill? Of, <laughs> Dick of the Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I'd give it a shot. Bill, why don't you come in? We gotta go ahead and resolve. Yeah, Bill would here. get hit in the back of the head a lot. A lot. I can tell you, stuff is gonna die right. It's so perfect, though. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Warburton was on a couple episodes of The Orville. Yeah, was he? Yes, oh, he yeah. was. He was that alien yeah. who ate all the stanky food. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, my species went ahead and just developed a second esophagus so we could pound food. <laughs> this is going to bother the crap out of me until I figure out what that fucking movie was. Yeah. Look at the early 2000s. That's, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm... Yeah. I'm I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Like poker night and... Yeah. Okay. Thank with that. We just need to make sure that we get the villain, right? <laughs> we gotta make sure we get them, put them in the jail. Oh, no. Um, yeah. With the alternate... Would the alternate test in this just scenario, like real life in s- this scenario be Elaine Bennis? Oh God! <laughs> wait a minute, visual on an audio medium, but yeah, wait a minute, Dick, we've got to do something better. Why are you doing the Elaine? Strange Dick? dancing, oh. trying to make you laugh. <laughs> 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 Mitch, you know, very excited, doesn't even want to look at you now. It's like, that's the most... <laughs> she knows, oh like, my god, he buried his head. Yeah, he doesn't even want to look at you. Dude! That was the most Caucasian thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that, is, that is a secondhand embarrassment. Oh. Even the dog understands it. He <laughs> was like, oh my. What the hell was this? He like, cast a magical, terrible spell with the Elaine dance. It's like the, the caucasity of it all. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know. Anyone yeah. else have ideas? No, no. no you're, you're, that I, was great. 
I had one thought, but you presented yours earlier. I'm like, that's solid gold. I don't even want to say it is. mine. It's so good. Yeah, just, that's solid gold. I wish, I wish I could do anything remotely involving animation because yeah. I would do the King of the Hill intro, but with all the like <laughs> cartoon characters from like Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> or just do like a real bad Photoshop on each of their faces. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we're wrapping this one up. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. yeah. All right. Be good. Take care of yourself, but don't be too good, folks.